everybody. Welcome to the Nervecast, where we take love the journey to the next level. Listen in as we answer your questions, address pressing topics, and discuss talking points that we at Nerve feel will help you become the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. And now your host and head coach, Cody Connor. Hey guys, welcome to the Nervecast. Thank you for joining me today. I have a special guest with me, my, my hot and amazing, beautiful wife here. Uh, Kelsey, say hello. Hello. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to go over um, interaction between spouses and health and fitness and how it's the ups and downs, uh, all sorts of different things there. I've got to see it personally. Uh, being eight years of training, I've got to see in depth how uh, spouses impact each other for the good and for the bad. And so I thought it would be very, very fun to bring on my own wife and talk about um, how it impacts our marriage and our kids and all sorts of other stuff too. And so I'm just going to rant. She has no clue what questions I'm about to ask her. So this is raw and uncut. Um, I'm not going to tell you how many takes we've already had. Um, but this is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is going to be the right one. This is going to be the good one. And so first question is, when did you start CrossFit? I started CrossFit about four years ago. And how did you, how did you join? Like, how did you start CrossFit? So Cody did a local competition at Alpha, which is Lifetime's branding of CrossFit. So he jumped into a competition there and decided that he was ready to try CrossFit after quite a while of not thinking it was smart or safe or an effective way to work out. And then all of a sudden he just went full steam ahead. Do you remember why I went full steam ahead? So my wife called me soft. She said <laughs> she true. said I was I was out of he shape. He says this all the time and I have never once called him soft or out of shape or fluffy. He'll give She you said a- I should get serious about this thing. So that's what actually inspired me. I was like, "Well, she said, Cody, you're soft and fluffy and you probably should work out more." Because you used to be an athlete, so why don't you try CrossFit? That's what she said, literally. So I'm still waiting for the real answer to that question because all of that is not true. <laughs> so, uh, so you started based off of me kind of interacting with you and like asking you to do it? Yeah, so you started coaching some of the classes at Alpha, and so um, I had the opportunity to jump in. And for quite a while, I cherry-picked through the workouts. If there was, you know, a lot of strength or movements I didn't know, I wouldn't show up. Or if it was a running workout, that was my jam. So that's when I would come join. So in the beginning, I just kind of pick and chose until I started to get more comfortable with it as a whole. So what did you do before CrossFit? Uh, I played tennis in college, and I really loved to run. So basically cardio. And did you love CrossFit right away? It took a little time, but I loved, it was really good workout, super effective. I think the hardest thing that I struggled with in the beginning was, you know, as a tennis player and as a runner, you're used to working out for an hour to two hours plus every day. So the fact that we would come in for a four minute AMRAP or, you know, 20 minutes tops conditioning, it seemed like not enough to me. So I felt like I either had to do more or I wasn't going to get um, a good enough workout. Gotcha. Did you, was it easy to, did you like just jump in and like compete with, I, I'm trying to, so when I, when I told her, I said, Hey, you, you have to act like, or answer the questions. Like I'm not your husband. Did you interact with your husband? Did you interact with me a lot in the, like right when you started, was it one where you were like, trying to compete? Cause you're XX athlete. So was that hard to. Because I've been doing it for a little bit, right? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a very competitive person, so I like to compete, and that was did a you fun try and, thing. Did you try and keep up with your spouse? I mean, if it was a running workout, yes, but everything else, you'd pretty much blow me out of the water. I had a lot to learn when it came to um, lifting, Olympic lifting, even just proper mechanics on mm-hmm. squats and, you know, basic lifts like that. So you have so you have an extreme here. So this is this is one big thing I see with, with spouses in the gym. And again, this is within nerve, other experience as well, is you have one one person that might be experienced. So you have you're literally joining something where your husband is the coach. Mm-hmm. He coaches people on this form. You're coming into it with like lack of mobility and and weaknesses of that. It is that difficult? Is that challenging having one spouse at a a better point? You kind of get what I'm saying on this one. I think it can be. Um, was it was it tough for you? I don't know that I directly compared myself to you to that. That was super tough. Um, I know that throughout the journey, so not specifically in the beginning, like with having babies and taking time off and jumping back in, like that was very hard for me, like to be postpartum and not able to work out. And then Cody complaining about how sore he was from the workout that I couldn't do. Yeah, that like fueled my fire a little bit. But I don't know that we had a lot of direct competition between each other early on because that's that's what i see sometimes is yeah having some of that i don't know if it would be you kind of rub each other like one one person's always trying to be the the alpha of the relationship of like top dog type stuff and then you have the other person that's like always trying to keep up with their spouse uh you never had that interaction at all I mean, you pretty much would beat me in any CrossFit workout. So the one occasional one that I get, I'm definitely gonna be making sure I've, you know. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember numerous workouts when that uh, that occurs. Um, yeah, because that, that's a big one. So yeah, very nice there. Is there is there a lot of, of encouragement between me and you? And again, be real. Hmm. I want the real answer. I think a lot of the times you're coaching. And I'm participating, and then when you're working out, I'm not there. So maybe not as much um, encouragement as there would be like on a partner workout when we're working out together. So I think our circumstances versus um, a married couple that work out together on a daily or semi-regular basis is a little bit different at the same time since you are normally in the coaching position where I'm in a um, participant. So speaking of partner workouts, is it a good recommendation to be in a partner workout with your spouse? (laughs) I guess it depends on the personalities of the husband and wife. Um, I I enjoy doing partner workouts with Cody because we're both competitive and we like to push each other. And I think it's a lot of fun. Um, There might be spouses where one person cares more than the other and that might there might be a little friction there if one person's trying really hard and the other person doesn't care as much. Yeah. Have you, have you, we ever had friction with partner workouts at all? Oh yeah. Like beat downs wanting to happen and like yelling. I'm thinking like before we both really got into CrossFit, like the workouts that you would try and program and like before CrossFit, do you remember those days? Oh yeah. When we so this is what I would do. So together. we would do workouts together and I would write up again. I'm a trainer. I would write up a workout and I would put some, a lot, I would put a lot of thought in it. It's like, I was trying to date her. I was trying to woo her with my workouts. And then she would literally come over and like pick apart the workout and be like, Nope, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I want to do this instead. 
and that would already start the workout. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't even started yet, but that would like set the tone would be her correcting my entire workout that I just put together. And she wanted to completely do something different uh, because she didn't like the, the certain things. So th- then we started the workout and oh gosh, I can, I can just go on and on with that stuff, but it is a lot better now. Yeah. CrossFit be- has helped us a lot actually. Just yes. Because. Cause it kind of like, I think the whole, like not cherry picking workouts that's helped with, with that as well is you kind of just kind of have to deal with, and you know how to modify mm-hmm. stuff compared to what we did um, previous to that. But Yes, that's always fun to see the dynamic of spouses in the gym while doing partner workouts. Some completely encourage 100%. Others completely 100% discourage from trying to do a partner workout because it might be the end of the marriage. Um, but hold strong to it because I think there's some some positive to it. That is for, for sure. Um, how do you show support to your spouse in health and fitness? I think knowing one another's goals is a huge part of that. So if I'm trying to eat healthy and Cody doesn't care, there's going to be, it's going to be hard to help each other with their goals. You know, if I'm trying to eat a salad, let's say, and Cody's eating a pizza, it's going to be really hard for me not to budge and grab a slice of that pizza with them. So being aware of each other's goals, um, not that they have to be the same, but I think awareness is just a huge part of it and knowing like, how can I help you? Do you want accountability? Just kind of knowing what their goals are and if you can help and how you can help keep them accountable is a huge part. Could you do it without support of your spouse? Yeah, I think you can do it, but that's going to be hard. Um, I think if you're around your spouse a lot or, you know, with your spouse, um, if you guys eat the same meals, like obviously... I mean, and meals is just one example of many different goals, you know, or nutrition is one example of many different goals. Um, But if you're cooking multiple meals, obviously that's going to be harder. Um, Yeah, because that's that's one where I just supporting. I do need the support of your um, your spouse. Yeah, that is one that has always been a a funny subject because most people will start the gym uh, on their own. They'll, they'll come in and then they'll, they'll want their, their spouse to join with them as well. And so it's always an up and down of can they survive without their spouse being right there with support. Um, and most people, like we've seen in the gym, we have a ton of married married couples in the gym as well. They'll bring their, their spouse along for the journey and then it makes it a heck of a lot easier. Um, is there any way I can support you better? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's good. That means I'm doing everything correctly. I mean, well, if we want to go down that road. No, I think just, you know, understanding um, what their goals are and then having empathy um, towards that. I mean, it's not always the easiest, you know, depending on the goal, it, it may be harder changes and it's not as easy as just do it, right? So. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying is like you have to. Like for someone like me. It can't be all in or nothing at all. Is that what you're going yeah, after? Yeah, well, um, like for me, mobility is one of my biggest issues right now and correcting some movement patterns. And for you, you tell me is, I don't understand why you wouldn't be doing this every single day if that's your biggest problem. <laughs> like that's not super encouraging. It's true. And while it's true, yes, like, again, it's a matter of, you know, creating the time and, um, you know, following through. So... Yeah, I like, no, that's, that's exactly. And that's the fun part that we get to, the dynamic we get yeah. to experience is I have the one extreme, she has the other extreme, and we try and 
My job literally is to try and solve her problems, which is a very bad situation sometimes for marriages is that doesn't work that way. So that's why I send her to core physical therapy so they deal with her issues and I don't have to, um, which has been tremendous, correct? Yeah, it's Yeah, great. so that's been a good thing. It's just put put it off on someone else. Uh, but I will, I will continue to support you in that kind of stuff. Obstacles, okay? Here's a, this was a, a question that I was, I'm excited about. How do you solve... How do you solve the issue of your spouse being the problem? Like, so when you're, when you're trying to work out, I've had, I'm going to go back to a client I had a long time ago, six, seven years ago. His wife was trying to sabotage his health and fitness journey. She wasn't on it. And he was like, how do you, how do you solve if your, your spouse is the obstacle? You're trying to get healthy and fit, but your spouse cooks the meals, doesn't want, like, well, how do you, how do you solve that issue? <laughs> That would be really hard. And this is, you know, total speculation because thankfully we haven't really had to deal with this that much. I mean, I'm sure there have been times when you've wanted to eat a certain way and I said, well, I'm not going to cook that <laughs> way, you know, so, yes. but probably not to the extent you're um, describing here. I think a lot of it is if, if you don't have that support, you have to decide how bad you want to make the changes mm-hmm. and then what that looks like for you. So if they're not going to cook a certain way, then you're going to obviously have to step up and maybe buy some extra groceries each week or do a little bit of prep on a Sunday or, or, you know, whatever that looks like. If you don't have the support coming from the other side, it's obviously going to take a little bit more work on your end. And then hopefully in time, they'll see the healthy habits that you're making or the changes that are happening from it. And maybe they're going to start inching on board and, you know, more times than not, it's probably coming out of an insecurity. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just like sm- slow, small changes um, in your diet and not, you know, holding resentment or bitterness against them because they're probably just not understanding or dealing with something on their own. And just, you know, making that commitment to yourself and slowly making those changes on your own and um, hoping that they reach you on that side eventually. Yeah. Yeah, very good answer. Speaking of, okay, nutrition, let's go into the nutrition side of stuff because this is a big a big thing because you're talking about cooking rules. Um, who cooks Who cooks in your house? I do most of the cooking. Like most being like what percentage? Uh, Cody meal preps all of his breakfast on a Sunday, and other than that, I do all the cooking. So what is that, like 50-50? No. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty big breakfasts. Yeah, so maybe like... 70, 30. Okay. So, so I was, I would even say 80, 20. So 80, 20, I cook, I cook meals and 20% of the time she does. Um, just kidding. So she does 80%. Um, it probably goes upwards closer to 90%. I, I would believe from my point of view, but is it, is it hard? Is it hard cooking all the meals? Do you enjoy cooking? I don't dislike cooking. Obviously there's aspects that I don't love. Yeah. But I, over the past couple years, our nutrition has really changed from what we thought was healthy to now where we're at. We're like, wow, that's funny. We used to eat this. And, let's let's and dig on that. We let's healthy. dig on that really quick. Okay. How, how is that? How's it changed? Because we thought we were healthy. What's, what has been the difference? I think just really focusing on real foods, um, the amount of vegetables that we're eating, the quality of foods that we're eating. Um, way less processed food, um, probably significant less dairy. Not that either of us have a dairy intolerance, but just realizing mm-hmm. our bodies probably feel a little bit better without it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably been our biggest. 
Could you? Okay, so this is this is a fun question from me, your husband.、Mm-hmm. Could we be healthy if I cooked? If I did eighty percent or ninety percent of the meals? <laughs> yeah, well, Cody could. <laughs> He's fine. He can literally take four random things out of a fridge, throw it on a plate together, and he says he could eat that every day of his life. I think he would eventually miss what I cooked, but. He's much more simple than I am. I don't really do a lot of food prepping because I prefer the taste of fresh meals, and I enjoy my food better when it's prepared right before I'm about to eat it. And thankfully, as a stay-at-home mom, I have the ability to do that, so it works for us. And I know that that's not the case、uh, for everyone. Or you know, some people like having—I mean—the convenience of having meal prepped would be amazing. You know, and it have been already, and just having to reheat it.、Um, What about what about spouses that say like, okay, we both we both don't like to cook. Yeah. What do you, what do you have like advice for those guys? Like, is it possibly healthy in the nutrition category of things, and have both people not like to cook? How does that work? If you don't like to cook and you want to be healthy, I think to some extent you have to do it anyways, right? But Christina、uh, Schroeder has been a great example of. You know, you can knock out your meal prep, and you could do a bunch of chicken and a bunch of you know ground beef or whatever your protein is, and then a few different vegetables and a few different carb sources, and then have all of them in separate containers. And each day you can grab from a vegetable, a carb, and a protein source, and so you're not necessarily eating the same thing every day. It's healthy. It's quick. You yes have to knock it out all. In one day, you know, so that you're not doing it on a daily basis, but it'll get you towards your goals, and you're not stuck in the kitchen every day. Also, so I think there are ways to do it. Obviously, there are tons of meal prep services or you know different options like that, but you're gonna pay a little bit more for the convenience. So I think there are options out there if you don't want to cook. What about the the spouses that one person loses the weight, the other person like trickles in losing weight? Like how does that? How do you survive that one? That was one of my questions. Have we had that? Like, have we? We haven't had that issue, ish. Like, you have a six pack, and I'm jealous of your six pack.、Mm. Like, that's <laughs> kind of my biggest issue there. No, I mean that's hard to speak to, as you know. There's so many different things that go into weight loss, and I think that's a really great question for Christina. But like, if you're doing all the right things.、Um, And maybe it's coming down to more than just your nutrition. Although I think you know we've been in the position before where we thought our nutrition was pretty good, and then throughout different challenges and different meals that we've learned to make, and just kind of realizing new habits,、um, we saw how far we actually were from healthy. So I think some of it is you can think you eat pretty healthy, and then you know if you kept track of your foods for a week or. Took a look at that. You might realize, oh wow, there's a lot of areas I could improve on.、Um, but I have no nutrition degree or anything like that, so I'm not going to pretend like I do. But there's also, you know, sometimes a lot more going on internally with your body than just straight up what you're eating and what your exercise looks like. So、um, Christina is a great resource, or just knowing that there could be other factors that are affecting weight loss to where if,、mm-hmm. I mean. That's naturally going to happen where people are going to lose weight faster than others, right? Yeah. There's a lot of factors that go into that,、um, but if it gets to the point where I don't even know if this is your question anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. It was just more so like spouses. I, I mean, staying consistent is huge. And you know, results too. Using、so. the resources and the tools that we have set up at Nerve, like. 
there are a lot of great resources. If you're not hitting your goals, there's someone that can help you there. Yeah. Um, okay. Now back, we're going to fast forward now because you'd mentioned this too. Kids. Kids and health and fitness. How do you do it with kids? You have graham crackers and goldfish mm-hmm. and kids not wanting to nap and crazy schedules, going to the zoo, preschool, um, all sorts of stuff, birthday parties. How do you remain healthy with two kids? I mean, for me, I had a active, healthy lifestyle before kids, so it wasn't a huge change to, once you have kids, continue that lifestyle. Is it more difficult? Yeah. like. What are the biggest difficulties? Um, you know, getting up in the, well, I love to get up in the morning and work out, but that's, you know, I'm like early morning, you love to get up in the morning to get my workout in. Oh, to get your, okay. So only if you're going to get your workout in, do you love to get up in the morning? (laughs) I'm saying for me to get up and get a good workout in, it's normally going to happen before the kids are awake. Could it happen later in the day? Yes. But you know, for our current schedule, going to nerve in the morning before they wake up is what works for us. So for me, that's sacrificing an extra hour of sleep. Oh boy. So there are sacrifices that have to be made, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there's, that's something I struggle with. If there are kid snacks in the cupboard, it either takes a lot of discipline to not eat them or maybe trying to not buy those as often and kind of teach kids, um, you know, healthier snack options. Amen. That's a struggle though. That is. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a, are you a, like a all in or not in at all type of like, so on snacks, mm-hmm. would you rather have them around and be like super disciplined with it or would you just not buy them at all? No, I'm I'm the kind of person that struggles to have it around in general and not eat it. Yeah. So, but I know as, um, as a parent, I can't not have any snacks for my children also. Yeah. And so occasionally there are going to be snacks in my house that I don't necessarily want to eat or make a part of my daily routine. And some of that is just discipline. Like, I don't want my kids to grow up knowing we can't have any snacks around because mom will eat all of them if she does. <laughs> you know, so it's part of it is trying to create a balanced lifestyle so that they grow up with normal eating habits, mm-hmm. too. It's okay to have this every once in a while, but we also want to eat healthy on a daily basis, too. What, do you, would you say your kids eat healthy? Yeah, they... And I, I don't even know if I can take credit for it. Caden's been eating lettuce since... Since he was like one and Does a half he still eat lettuce? It. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. What's their what's their normal meals like? Are they picky eaters? Both of my kids, our kids, they're they've been challenging eaters and as Caden has gotten older, he's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of grown out of that phase. They they're kind of creatures of habit a little bit when it comes to meals. So they don't eat um, a wide, wide variety of meals but they love fruits they eat a good amount of vegetables and you know we're just kind of working on at least asking them to try new things as we go okay so i love the i think it was like the last been one of the last ben bergeron podcasts and we talked about this i think too uh probably right after i listened to it he said that he was and this is gosh i love ben because i think we're very similar in our, our thinkings but he was talking about how yeah his kids can have ice cream like Anytime they want as much as they want, if they can find it. I, I love that. That was one that re- resonated me. I'm very much Meaning like... that it, it was never in the house. Yes, it was never in the house. So he was like, if my kids could find ice cream, they could eat as much as they, they wanted. And that was one where, like, yeah, they never bought ice cream. So there was no temptation to that. What do you think about that? 
does that solve a problem or does that create a problem or I think it's super smart. I'm just going to put my, my point on there because that's one where I want my kids to know like, Hey, there is ice cream. We're going to have opportunity to get ice cream, but we're not going to put it in our house. One, cause he was talking about willpower of like having that around. And we were kind of talking about that too, of like the goldfish or the animal crackers. And it's easy to like, okay, one goldfish equals 27 goldfish later. We all, we all know how that goes. And then the whole entire bag's empty. Like, what do we do with ourselves this entire day? Um, I've been there and done that. Well, if you didn't buy the goldfish in the, the first place, we wouldn't have that, that option. And so it was one, like, what's your thoughts on that? I think this is a hard one and that there's truly no black and white answer on it either. Um, if that's what works for Ben Bergeron's family, like, I think that's awesome. I also think that sometimes treats are fun. I mean, I have a sweet tooth. Oh, don't we so. all think treats are fun? We <laughs> all think truth, treats are fun. So, um, you know, I think that nutrition is important and it's important to fuel our bodies, but that life is more than just macros and that having the perfectly balanced diet. And so, especially with kids, like I want them to grow up with, you know, a healthy relationship with food. And I think that that's something that we can all struggle on throughout our life. So Mm -hmm. setting a really balanced and normal culture around food is something that I hope to create for my kids. And with that comes treats without making a huge deal about them and also eating our vegetables regularly too, you know? So it's a, I don't want to demonize foods in our house and I don't want to make a huge deal when we do have sugar or, you know, yeah. Just creating normal eating behaviors is, is a goal for me. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell a very quick, funny story real fast, and then we'll wrap this thing up. But I have never, ever heard the word snacks more than in the Connor household than I ever have. Like when I was when I grew up, snacks were like, OK, after a soccer game, the parent that brought like the the little like snack pack things like that was like the only snacks I really heard of. But man, I've never heard a mom ask her kids if she wanted, like, the kids wanted more snacks right after they finished a, a, a dinner uh, or before bed. That, that one always cracks me up. And so it's it a funny, funny thing to wear as soon as they're eating their, their meal. Hey, do you guys want any snacks? <laughs> All right. So backstory. First off, Cody's basis is going off of the fact that he's only ever around our children. So that's his only comparison. So all the other parents out there can probably attest to this. But in reality, it's knowing my kids will 10 out of 10 times ask for a bedtime snack before bed. And so might as well get the snack going before it's actually time for them to be in bed rather than waiting till okay, time for bed and then starting the snack process. So Gosh. I don't know how that's on topic here. My, I, yeah, I don't but, know. It, it was, um, we we're talking snacks and nutrition and food. And I'm thinking, man, if, if dad, if, if, right if dad ran the, 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 uh, the dinner show, you're eating your dinner. And then we're like intermittent fasting until morning time style. That's how like, there's no snacks at all. Yes. Two-year-olds um, get down with intermittent fasting. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So um, is it cool? Like, is that like living? We have we have a different view of it because we, um, yeah, we're in the gym all the time. Is it is it a cool thing to see your kids living in this this environment of healthy nutrition, um, fitness type approach? Is that is that a cool thing to you? Yeah, I is love that something it. always imagined? No, I mean, as far as my kids being healthy and wanting to run and play, yes. But, you know, up and through, up until like three years ago, like this wasn't necessarily like an active dream. And then all of a sudden it was like, 
Cody had an idea and boom, months later, Nerve was like literally live and open for business. And so up until then, um, yes, I hoped my kids would love to run and play and be active because that's the type of people Cody and I are. Um, but I, I, there's nothing more that are, I don't love anything. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, I love being able to go to the gym and have the kids be able to run around and play. And it's kind of like our second home. Like we love it at Nerve and whether it's, you know, class setting or just us hanging out up there. It's just so fun to have this place where we love to work and play and just be active and spend time with each other. I just think it's super fun and and I just hope and pray that as they grow up, it'll be a really fun place for them to get to, you know, learn more about what they can do and how their bodies work and how strong they really are and just get to. Do you think your health and nutrition and your, your fitness set the tone for your kids? Do you think they, they pick up on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if I do something, it doesn't mean they're going to, but I know that they're watching what I do. Give I mean, us an example of that. My kids do burpees. I'm not often and not well, but you know, like they they pick that up because they've seen us do you know burpees or push-ups or anything at the gym. They love when if I go in there to work out like outside of a class. They love to be alongside me, you know, running back and forth or you know trying to pick up the five pound um, dumbbells. And so they're definitely watching. Which which is not allowed anymore. No, it's not because <laughs> of our because of our rules. <laughs> Um, but it was fun. Yes, outside of class and stuff. And when people are not there, just us. Um, yeah. Well, Hey, thank you so much for, for joining me. I hope that, uh, you join me again sometime (laughs) soon and yeah, hopefully you guys got some, some good, uh, answers and feedback out of that one. I want you guys to kind of take this as well and think about how, how you and your spouse are kind of interacting within health and fitness. And if you guys need anything at all, if you want to bring your spouse in uh, to try the gym out or if you want, I know Christina does a very good job of uh, trying to bring the the other person's spouse in to talk health uh, and nutrition with those because that is a huge component of knowing and being on the right track. So hopefully this helped you guys, gave you some insight to me and Kelsey's amazing marriage. We have no fights at all, no conflict at all. It's just straight up smooth sailing. The entire time. Do you believe that? Yeah, ask Cody what happened she, this morning. She's eye rolling <laughs> <Later> and, <time. laughs> and, and yelling, yes. And so, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Until the next podcast, I will see you guys uh, later. Peace out. As always, thanks for listening. And if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming Nervecast, shoot an email to Cody at NerveHealthAndFitness.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at NerveHealthFitness or give us a like on Facebook at NerveHealthAndFitness.com.